0: Welcome. Merry Christmas. This is the one-year Bible reading for December 25th, and I could not resist a bit of Christmas merriment today, but I am going to take my glasses off because I think I'll see better without them. Uh, Starting in Zechariah chapter 8, then another message came to me from the Lord Almighty. This is what the Lord Almighty says. My love for Mount Zion is passionate and strong. I am consumed with passion for Jerusalem. And now the Lord says, I am returning to Mount Zion and I will live in Jerusalem. Then Jerusalem will be called the faithful city. The mountain of the Lord Almighty will be called the holy mountain. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Once again, old men and women will walk in Jerusalem's streets with a cane and sit together in the city squares and the streets of the city will be filled with boys and girls at play. This is what the Lord Almighty says. All of this may seem impossible to you now, a small and discouraged remnant of God's people. But do you think this is impossible for me, the Lord Almighty? This is what the Lord Almighty says. You can be sure that I will rescue my people from the east and from the west. I will bring them home again to live safely in Jerusalem. They will be my people, and I will be faithful and just toward them as their God. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Take heart and finish the task. You have heard what the prophets have been saying about building the temple of the Lord Almighty ever since the foundation was laid. Before the work on the temple began, there were no jobs and no wages for either people or animals. No traveler was safe from the enemy, for there were enemies on all sides. But I had turned everyone against each other. But now I will not treat the remnant of my people as I treated them before, says the Lord Almighty. For I am planting seeds of peace and prosperity among you. The grapevines will be heavy with fruit. The earth will produce its crops and the sky will release the dew. Once more, I will make the remnant in Judah and Israel the heirs of these blessings. Among the nations, Judah and Israel had become symbols of what it means to be cursed, but no longer. Now I will rescue you and make you both a symbol and a source of blessing. So don't be afraid or discouraged, but instead get on with rebuilding the temple. For this is what the Lord Almighty says, I did not change my mind when your ancestors angered me, and I promised to punish them, says the Lord Almighty. Neither will I change my decision to bless Jerusalem and the people of Judah. So don't be afraid. But this is what you must do. Tell the truth to each other. Render verdicts in your court that are just and that lead to peace. Do not make evil plots to harm each other. And stop this habit of swearing to things that are false. I hate all these things, says the Lord. Here is another message that came to me from the Lord Almighty. This is what the Lord Almighty says. The traditional fasts and times of mourning you have kept in early summer, midsummer, autumn, and winter are now ended. They will become festivals of joy and celebration for the people of Judah. So love truth and peace. This is what the Lord Almighty says. People from nations and cities around the world will travel to Jerusalem. The people of one city will say to the people in another, let us go to Jerusalem to ask the Lord to bless us and to seek the Lord Almighty. We are planning to go ourselves. People from many nations, even powerful nations, will come to Jerusalem to seek the Lord Almighty and to ask the Lord to bless them. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In those days, 10 people from nations and languages around the world will clutch at the hem of one Jew's robe. And they will say, Please let us walk with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Revelation chapter 16. Then I heard a mighty voice shouting from the temple to the seven angels, Now go your ways and empty out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. So the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl over the earth, and horrible malignant sores broke out on everyone, who had the mark of the beast and worshipped his statue. Then the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and everything in the sea died. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. And I heard the angel who had authority over all water saying, You are just in sending this judgment, O Holy One, who is and who always was. For your holy people and your prophets have been killed, and their blood was poured out on the earth. So you have given their murderers blood to drink. It is their just reward. And I heard a voice from the altar saying, Yes, Lord God Almighty, your punishments are true and just. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, causing it to scorch everyone with its flare. Everyone was burned by this blast of heat, and they cursed the name of God, who sent all of these plagues. They did not repent and give him glory. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness, and his subjects ground their teeth in anguish, and they cursed the God of heaven for their pains and sores, but they refused to repent of all of their evil deeds." Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great Euphrates River, and it dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies westward without hindrance. And I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs leap from the mouth of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. These miracle-working demons caused all the rulers of the world to gather for battle against the Lord on that great judgment day of God Almighty. Take note, I will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Blessed are all who are watching for me, who keep their robes ready so they will not need to walk naked and ashamed. And they gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place called Armageddon in Hebrew. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a mighty shout came from the throne of the temple in heaven, saying, It is finished. Then the thunder crashed and rolled and lightning flashed. And there was an earthquake greater than ever before in human history. The great city of Babylon split into three pieces and cities around the world fell into heaps of rubble. And so God remembered all of Babylon's sins and he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of his fierce wrath. And every island disappeared and all the mountains were leveled. There was a terrible hailstorm and hailstones weighing 75 pounds fell from the sky onto the people below. They cursed God because of the hailstorm, which was a very terrible plague. Psalm 144, a Psalm of David. Bless the Lord who is my rock. He gives me strength for war and skill for battle. He is my loving ally and my fortress, my tower of safety, my deliverer. He stands before me as a shield, and I take refuge in him. He subdues the nations under me. O Lord, what are mortals that you should notice us? Mere humans that you should care for us. For we are like a breath of air. Our days are like a passing shadow. Bend down the heavens, Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains so they billow smoke. Release your lightning bolts and scatter your enemies. Release your arrows and confuse them. Reach down from heaven and rescue me. Deliver me from deep waters, from the power of my enemies. Their mouths are full of lies. They swear to tell the truth, but they lie. I will sing a new song to you, O God. I will sing your praises with a ten-stringed harp. For you grant victory to kings. You are the one who rescued your servant David. Save me from the fatal sword. Rescue me from the power of my enemies. Their mouths are full of lies. They swear to tell the truth, but they lie. May our sons flourish in their youth like well-nurtured plants. May our daughters be like graceful pillars carved to beautify a palace. May our farms be filled with crops of every kind. May the flocks in our fields multiply by the thousands, even tens of thousands, and may our oxen be loaded down with produce. May there be no breached walls, no forced exile, no cries of distress in our squares. Yes, happy are those who have it like this. Happy, indeed, are those whose God is the Lord. Proverbs 30, verses 29 through 31. There are three stately monarchs on the earth. No, four. The lion, king of animals, who won't turn aside for anything. The strutting rooster, the male goat, a king as he leads his army. And to end on this Christmas day, I have a selection from Sue Monk Kidd called The First Noel. Have you ever wondered about the origin of the word Noel? We sing it in carols and see it on Christmas cards, but what does it mean? The origin goes back to the French word for birth. There are several explanations about its Christmas usage, but the one I like the best goes back to medieval England. It was common then to abbreviate a common phrase into one word in order to save time. For example, the phrase, God be with you, gradually became goodbye. During Christmas, it seems people cried out a greeting to one another as they passed in the streets. Now all is well they shouted, referring to the event of God sending his son. The theory goes that with time, the phrase was contracted into one word, Noel. Today, I cannot sing the word or read it upon a card without its full meaning filling me with new peace. Christ is born into our darkness. Now all is well. And I pray that all is well with you today. Merry Christmas. Love you all.